Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But instead of is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks podcast. Big week of racing last week. Kind of quietens down a little bit, but we're not missing out on much here with the feature, the black caviar, lightning stakes over the 1,000 metres. Um, boys, I guess we'll touch on a little bit of last week. I already touched on the review about what I thought about the protest. What about you guys? Yeah, um, I thought Gentleman Roy should have won. I don't think he interfered too much. I don't think it was enough of a gap for Jack and O to get over the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Loose? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> not because not I backed Gentleman Roy, but I just thought, yeah, it was a little bump. It was and too bad. was closing in. You got to give it to him. Yeah, I thought it was more the fact that he kind of pulled <clears> away from him again in the last 50. But anyway, we got paid out, so we were all right. Um, what else really happened last week? Animo, good return. Yeah, in for a huge prep, probably goes undefeated. Janie wins. Not if he's up against Big Z. (laughs) He will be up against Big Z and the (laughs) Queen Elizabeth. Um, That's the end goal for him, fourth or fifth, I can't remember. Um, In secret. Yeah, yeah, looks yeah. promising. Mm. Nash didn't do too much. Oh, I didn't. Th- I got thought, busy late, but I thought she was like a bit of a letdown. I didn't think yeah. she was that good. Um, but yes, yeah, I mean she's done enough to get the job done, so might be a bit of improvement there. Uh, what else was there on the day? Anything else big? Yeah, Pokara Kara got up. In the last price. hopefully that was a good quality. All yeah. right, we'll go to the we'll go to the Golden Duck. Uh, it was me this week. Just got there. Um, I'm going to go Personal. with a little bit of thought here. I think there's three real good bets on the day, which are all in our short things at the end, but I'm going to pick the one that I'm most confident in. Going race seven, Flemington, number one, <laughs> Nature Strip to place yeah. at dollar twenty eight. I think you'll get the job done. It's going on now, $216. Happy Valley. Into $276. On boys, yeah, confident, confident, yeah. good. All right. Um, so plan for the podcast: seven group races over the weekend, one group one, couple group twos, and some group threes. We'll start off with Flemington weather Wednesday, which is today. No rain Thursday, overcast, but no rain expected. Same for Friday and Saturday. We'll be on a good draw four, possibly a good three later. Um, as for the track rails in the true, they haven't raced on it since Champion Stakes Day. Think maybe it was I can't remember. Maybe it was boxing. I think it was since Champion Stakes Day. Um, so it's going to be fresh ground on the inside. It's going to be a pretty fair track. I still think you want to be midfielder, but I don't think you're going to really need to be getting wide there on Saturday, considering no one's raced on that inside area for a long time. I reckon it might be a little bit rail biased. We'll start off with race two, the Group Three Tab Vanity over the fourteen hundred. Vusti, list us off. Uh, your favourite, see you in heaven, 370. Royal Merchant, $5. Climbing Star, 550. Nunthorpe, 650. Papillon Club, 750. Queen Air, $11. And you can have the longer the rest. Uh, your map here, Procinia March, I think, comes across from wide, comes across wide with Papillion Club. Zenzella from Barrier 2, probably has to go for with Royal Merchant and Nunthorpe comes across Jamie Carr's gate speed. I think CU and Evan tags the back of Nunthorpe with Climbing Star, Queen Air, and then you've got Wollombi and Love Nest out the back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think there's a few here that are resuming and want a bit further. I thought straight away Zenzella wants a bit further. Um, who else? Brasini March will want further, why not? Brasini March will want further, I thought, and I just don't think it was going well enough. Uh, I did this earlier. Who's the eight? Who's the eight? Oh, so, yeah, Brasini March. Um, they were the ones you, I thought you could bin straight away. Now, I was going through the form and most of these horses are coming out of a slow run race. There's not much speed here again. I think it's going to be the horse with the best turn of foot. See you in heaven. We may as well start with her, the favourite. Uh, first up run was pretty good. That was over the 1,100 metres. Now jumps to 1,400. Second up. Um, Clab, I'll let you talk her up before I bring her down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only reason I'm kicking up for see you in heaven, I think it's quite interesting because Craig has been on that horse called Papal- Papalong Club. Mm-hmm. Been on three starts. One on trial, one three lengths. He's in also, a bit of a purple patch. Also read climbing star before. Yep. And he's, I reckon he's had his pick of his bunch here. It's interesting he's gone see you in heaven. He must see something in this horse. Um, yeah, I just, I'm liking him for the fact of that. He's had three starts, two wins and a third here. Likes good tracks. So we'll get that on the weekend. Just needs to get a good position from the gate um, is my thoughts. Tell me why it's not going to win. Nah, I thought, I actually thought it was, um, was a horse that, Looked like I thought I'd find it at the start, but I just really hate that 1100 to 1400 second up. I think that's a big jump for this horse. I know it's won at the distance before, but I think it's going to be uh, giving two that are a little bit fitter and a little bit more with a turn of foot instead of like a more on pace building pace. And I think it's really going to be like a stop start. And the first one was Royal Merchant. I thought um, last start was 6.8 lengths above the benchmark for its last 600. Ran fourth there behind Jackano. Climbing star. Now, this horse has a big turn of foot. It was in the same race. She came home 8.5 lengths above. But I think the fitness side of Royal Merch, I think he's going to be fifth up there on Saturday. Climbing star is going to be spotting him a head start. J-Mac from barrier six. I think the gap is going to be too hard to overturn. Um, so I ended up beating climbing star off that. But I think she could definitely run an improved race. And the other one is Nunthorpe here. So... This horse might have a little bit of untapped potential. The last two meetings, fastest last 200 of the day in both, when she's won both as well. 1,400 metres, she's already got the tick. Jamie Carr gets horses out of the barrier as well. So I think from seven, she's going to put it in a good spot. Peter Moody, Jamie Carr, we know how good they are. Um, yeah, I expect her to out-dash, see you in heaven. She might get, she's going to get the run of the race, see you in heaven, I think. Um, it's just whether she's spotting them a bit too far. And I don't know if she has a good enough turn of foot second up 1,100 metres to the 1,400 metres to get over the top of the other two. I can see Royal Merchant hitting the front and I think Nunthorpe might be getting there late. So I'm back in both of them. Have you got anything else other than see you and Evan? Yeah, I also want to click up for that Papalong Club. I just think I'll be pissed if Craig <laughs> went and then I wasn't on Papalong Club. And I like the I like the booking of Damien Lane here. He rides quite well for uh, GURL. Um, I think it's horse in the purple patch. His form is franked because uh, last start, Hennessy Lad was came second behind him and came out and blitzed him at uh, like Mooney Valley or Sandown. Um, yeah, two for two on a good track. They're the two I want to play. Vusi, what are you thinking? Exact same two as you, mate. See you in heaven and Papillon Club. Yeah. You probably should have kicked. You probably should have kept um, <laughs> kicking up for see you in heaven. Nah, mate. He, he said it all. Craig Williams is in some form as well, and yeah, I just think one of them two will definitely win. All right. Did, yeah. did you look into the fact that? Craig, you rode Papal and then now he's on See You Heaven or not? No, nah, really? I just saw that See You Heaven beat Fortune Teller last start. I find that, sh- I find that stuff team. interesting, hey? Like when yeah. you have a jockey that could have three rides and you go, okay, why did it pick that horse? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, I think 
Papillion Club non-thought Royal Emergency at Evan Climbing Start. They're the reason they're in the market because they're the ones that are aiming up there on Saturday. I think it's going to be a pretty good race, this one, but I'm keen to back to it a bit bigger price. So I'm going 55 Nunthorpe, 45 Royal Merchant. Yeah, I've gone 70 C in heaven, 30 Papillon. Uh, 75 C in heaven, 25 Papillon. <laughs> At least you went different on the uh, staking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are finding the same horse a bit later too as well, so it's going to be funny. Race 5, Group 3, the Tony. Give me a sec. Ball. Tony Burke. Tony Burke. Memorial. Memorial over the 1,400 um, for the females, Phillies and Mares. So, yep. list us off, Clav. Yep. Ana Visto, 245. Wrote to Arataki, $5. Boogie Dancer, 750 Vespertine, $8. Exolita, $8.50. Cyril Miss, 16 And you can have longer the rest. I think Cyril <coughs> Miss kicks up from five. Ana Visto comes across. El Patroness probably takes a sip from Road to Arataki. Um, fit horse on the scene probably pushes out from wide. Niffler comes across, glint of hope. Um, Boogie Dancer from one's probably not too far away. Then you've got uh, Exolita, Elusive Express, and Vespertine all out the back. Thought this was kind of the same. Lots of first up horses, some with bigger goals, some wanting a little bit further. Um, ones we could bin straight away, I thought, was El Patroness. Mm. Um, definitely wants a lot further, probably wants a wet track too, but we haven't seen her since she won a group one, so it'll be interesting to see how she goes on the weekend. Glint of Hope, think wants further. Don't like the draw for her, um, especially when there's a little bit sharper horses in the race. Who else? Exolita. I think it's going to be a bit of improvement here. Mm, um, Ollie's on it, but. I know, but yeah, I thought it was Mickey D. And I f- I f- really? Yeah, I, so I was looking through the um, – I Looking through the section also for this. So she's gone the 41st fastest, six of the four of the day, uh, 31st fastest, four to the two, and then the two to the post, the fifth fastest. You can tell that's just a conditioning drop-off. Like she's hit a flat spot and then she's really charged through. Like you can go back and watch it on. She almost falls out of the screen and then really comes home again late. So I think she's going to improve a lot, gets the blinkers back on, but we know we don't back Ollie on this podcast. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, she'll make an improved run, but it's, I think, all of us here, pretty hard to go past Ana Visto. Um, yeah, what can I really mm. say about it? So, she ran second in a group one last preparation. She started second favourite in the next one. Things didn't really go to plan. Um, first up, last prep in a group three at this track and distance. She goes 7.3 lengths inside. Huge rating there. Thought she was in for a huge prep, and she ran pretty well, just didn't get you know, get the job done, I guess. Um, that was with Jamie Carr on here. She draws barrier seven, not much speed in the race. I think she'll go and sit outside lead, if not lead. She can stack them up, probably the better option, I think, than rolling along first mm. up. Yeah. I'd much rather stack it up. She's got a little bit of a dynamic <clears throat> turn of foot. I don't want to see her first up 1,400 go out and gas it. But Mick Price, you know, done a good job with Jackano. I'm Thunderstruck and, you know, the first couple of group meetings this this year or last week anyway. So I think you'll have this horse ready to go. He didn't really nail Charmstone, but I think she, he might be. Hopefully he does a bit better with that of his stoke. Uh, I think she'll be too good to sit outside the lead. The question mark is how would she tie late being first up, but I think she might be the one to get on. Yeah, not much else to Bailey sort of really wrapped it all up for Anavis. I'm sure me and Voosti are both on it. Um, yeah, that's pretty confident. Anything else to add for that? No. Oh, well, Rota Arataki. 
Carr's jumped off that now. The past two wins, yeah. she's been on it. Now she's yeah. jumped off. I think, so. and she could have had Boogie Dancer. Yeah. Boogie, Boogie Dancer. I'm <clears> gonna. I can't go let Boogie Dancer go around here. I reckon without really? having something on. Yeah. Mm. I just think this horse. You got a Peter Moody and his female horses, his mares, fillies, whatever. Really, really good. I just think from Barry one might be able to sit a bit closer. Fourteen hundred meters. It's two from two. They stretch it out to sixteen hundred in the Group One. Things didn't go to plan. Maybe he's gone. This horse could be a really good first start. Uh, sorry, a really good fourteen hundred meter horse. So I think at the price here, she's she's a bit of a bet. Um, so I'm not. I'm having a big crack at Anavis, so I'm just gonna play at her at the odds. Um, it's actually two bets. They're my two bets. I think also Vespertine could run an improved race, but they Grand Bay keeps trying to stretch her out over fourteen hundred. I think that takes away. Do you remember watching the race? I think it was Australia Day, like loomed up down the outside died. just kind of dies I think yeah. over the 1100 she's a bit mm. better suited mm-hmm. but in saying that she's always so far back which makes her hard to catch so be interesting to see how she goes but yeah I think Exolita also an improved run but we can't back her so it's Ana Vista and Boogie Dancer for me 85 Ana Vista 15 Boogie Dancer what? you're keen up for Exolita? yeah oh he's got another yeah. one I'm on it yeah uh, second up now loves that 1400 spot I think back to her last time Last prep at fourteen hundred, she won at I think around ten dollar odds. So hoping for the same thing this time. I think I've got another one as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just pick that now. Oh, no, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, so no, 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 no. yeah. I thought we were. I thought we were. Nah, I think you uh, your boys have overlooked the Waller setup here. Niffler, oh, no. Niffler. Oh no! If you watch his last two rides, can happily forgive. Gets J Mac on here, four starts for a win in two seconds. Yeah. Has to contend with the barrier, but if he finds a posse, he'll be hitting the, hitting the line late and loves the distance and third up. Looks like a bit of a Waller setup. Yeah. First time in Melbourne. If J-Mac rides like last week. At 17s, definitely an each-way chance for me. That form behind what Bold Mac. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a miss. No, nah, yep. don't worry about that one, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, so strats to me. I'm going 80, Anavisto, 20, Niffler. What are you doing, Boost? Uh, I've got 80, Anavisto, 20, Exolita. Did you just see this uh, one where Ollie gets a gap late and you hear him yeah. screaming through the TV? And Ollie like nails, nails Anavisto. Remember when I tipped Exolita like 30s last prep and he won? Yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh, who was on that? Mickey D. Mickey D, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good race too. There's some cracking races on Saturday. Moving on to race six, the group three, CS Hayes over the 1400 for the males. Um, this is off Boosty. Uh, your favourite, Attrition, three sixty, Bankmore, $5, Elliptical, $6, Holy Man's, nine fifty, Cadet Chip, 14s, and you can have longer the rest. A uh, lot of speed in this race, so Matt's pretty hectic. His heaven probably leads from Holy Man's, Dirty Grin, Maximilian's, Daytona, and Bellow Bow. Then you've got a gap back to Bel Air, Cadet Chip, Elkington Road, Attrition, Bankmore, and then out the back, you've got Fajita San. Elliptical has to go back from the wide gate with Muramasa and Angry Skies. A lot of people had, I mean, not a lot of people. Sorry, I'm punting on that Muramasa going forward. I thought there was no chance with that that barrier draw. Um, well, talk about a lot of speed. So this is the males. A lot of speed in this race compared to last race, the females. Not much speed on. Uh, there's a few here that I don't think are going well enough or they had an average first up run. Maybe the intent's not there or the barrier. Like for me, elliptical, I don't know if you guys can agree on. I think just the barrier mm. makes this horse really, really tough to win from. I think the, intent, up anyways. the intent has to be go straight back, run on, and look good for the future. <clears throat> so I think 
the, the market's got him completely wrong at six bucks at the moment, even though he's a really classy horse. Um, what else can we see here? There's a few. Bankmore looks really good set up. Mm. The four, I may as well just cut to it. The four for me that I ended up finding right behind that speed because I think it's going to, they're all going to tie up. I found Cadet Chip, Elkington Road, Attrition, and Bankmore. Um, yeah. You guys got any of them? That's pretty much the four yeah. I learned on, but I picked okay. two. I picked yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got two. So yeah, they were the four. Two. I've settled with Bankmore, first of all. I think he has to be the bet here. So he's got the form behind Jack. No, everyone knows. Um, last study was really good. 8.4 lengths above the benchmark last 600. Top 10 of the day, four to the 200 and two to the post. Um, the fitness will improve him a lot. I think he gets the run of the race here. Barrier nine, it's not as wide as what you're going to think. He's, there's going to be heaps of speed going forward. He's going to jump nicely, put him in that midfield position. And I think he, because he's drawn that bit wide, he's not going to get caught up looking for runs on the rail. He can do exactly what he did at Sandown where he looked at his best, charging down the outside. So I think he's going to really, really like that on Saturday. Um, now, attrition horse has a big boom on it. They've got it fa- second favourite for the guineas behind Jackano at the moment. It's coming out of a benchmark 64 mm. and saying that figures-wise, it's racing really well. It's putting margins on them. It looks like it's a good horse. It's just a massive step up in class, and I think in a big field from a decent, you know, a decent barrier. But J- Jared Fry is a great jockey, but it's a tough, it's a tough race to give your horse the best year in something like this. So I think I'm against him at the price. Um, but you boys want to kick up for Bankmore a bit more? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick up Bankmore just slightly. I think it was definitely a brave ride last start. Um, yeah, just da- just narrowed out by Jackano, who's obviously just gone on and won a Group Two in a bit of a dispute. Group One, Group One. Oh, Group One, sorry. Um, yeah, has a race fitness. or appreciate Flemington. McNeil sticks. It's pretty much simple as for me. Such a giant McNeil race, like hectic yeah. speed, just gives it a nice steer. I feel like it's just like a trusty horse. It is. Yeah. I just thought you will run well. What's your perfect setup? Yeah, your bank more as well. Yeah, yeah. very keen. What's yeah, your What's your second horse? Ah, uh, mate, I think you know number six, Elkington Road. I thought it was massive overs here, so I'm very keen on that. Likes Flemington, and actually has never seen the uh, good track. So, yeah, I'm on Elkington Road too. Um, yeah, Jack, I think this one's going under the uh, <laughs> flying under the radar here. Watch it late. It is a oh, yeah. finish behind perfect thought. Race ran really well. Race ran really well. As Bailey the stat man said, uh, Jamie Mott sticks and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, Sneaky corner. Elkington Road. It could be. The boys walked in here. The club's gone, I found a roughie in that race. <laughs> and I've gone, Elkington Road. Boosie's gone, yep. I've gone, yep. I'm gone. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to drop it. I found something else. Cadet shit. Uh, so... One last two starts, only narrowly though, 0.1 lengths. It looks like a horse that kind of just just gets the job done. The reason I'm with this over Elkington Road, it's going to be fourth up on Saturday. It's going to be a bit fitter. It has a good rating last start, uh, big last 600. Subsequent winners come out of that race, Regal Pom or something. Um, It might be able to, once again, just stalk off that speed and J-Mac should give it a good steer. In saying that, Attrition and Elkington would not be shocked if either of them win. Uh, they're both flying. I would love, you know, it's hard to pick a first four, but that like if you could get Jag something like that, those four, it'd be pretty good. But I'm going 85 bank, bank more, 15 cadet shit. Yeah, I've gone 80 bank more, 20 Elkington Road. Uh, 90 bank more, 10 yeah, you got a Elkington. Few, 
Sorry, Boosie. Say that again. Uh, 90 bank more, 10 Elkington. Um, yeah, if you've got a few bonus bets, <laughs> throw them on Elkington for sure. I think you can run a big race. What's he at now? 18 story. That's another good race, hey. There's yeah. a few good races on. That's some hectic speed up in front. Moving on to race seven, the group one, Black yeah. Caviar Lightning States, over the 1,000 metres. <laughs> yep. Clav lists me yep. off. Nature Strip, uh, he's buying at 210. Cool and Gatter, $7. Marabi, 9.50. I Wish I Win, $12. Bell and Ipatina, 12. Rock and Horse, 12. Buenos Notches, 13s. All at 18. And September Run, 26. Um, I think Cool and Gatter and Marabi just lead Nature Strip. It's a bit of a. Throw in the dark there. Which one leads? I think Fires off Nature Strip's back from Barrier 1. Then in the midfield, I think I wish I win Rock and Awesome Baller are all there. And then out the back, you've got oh, Bellini Patina is probably there as well. And then out the back, you've got September on the lane and Buenos Notches. Um, yeah, let's just talk about Nature Strip. So there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of people declaring him. There's going to be a lot of people saying that, oh, he was so bad at the end of last prep, he's gone. This is my opinion of it. So he's run, he's won the Everest. A year and a bit ago, before he before he lost the next one, they then don't really take him for a break. They keep like they give him a couple of months off and they send him overseas. He has to be back up peaking to run whatever that race was. The Royal in. Ascot race, yeah, the Royal Ascot race. He then comes back. They give him a couple of weeks off. He's then first <clears> up <throat> in his Everest prep. So last year he went T like he went Lightning something TGS Smith. And then ends up winning the TJ for his third in a row. They give him the break. He comes back in the spring, does all that, and then has to. So after his TJ went overseas, then he came back and had to try and win that Everest again. It's pretty much like asking a grand final team in the NRL to like play their grand final and then next week go like, oh yeah, by the way, boys, you got to go one hundred and ten percent again. It's just hard to do. It's like they're it's it's worse in horse terms because they're full on exerting everything. So. I think this time he's had a proper break. He'll be a lot, lot better. Um, the intent is here. Chris Waller lost his race last year. From what I've heard, he wanted Nature Strip to win that race and then Home Affairs to go out and win the new market. That was his little plan. Nature Strip slipped, missed the start, and Home Affairs ended up getting it. I'm sure he wasn't too upset, but that was his plan. He had a good figure in this last year. The only little knock for me, I thought, was barrier one. But in saying that, I touched on that inside ground. I think it might be the place to be. I don't think they're going to be getting to the wide fence. I think they might be going up the middle or even hanging to that rail. So that'll be interesting what they do there on Saturday. Um, the the problem I have, it's hard to back something else other than him in this race. Over 1,000 metres, it was 1,200. You could talk me into a lot more. But, yeah, geez, he looks good here on Saturday. I think he's a good bet. I doubt the $2, he'll, he always does this in these races. He drifts during the week and then the big guys get in and they smash him back into $1.90, $1.85. Um, keep in mind, though, do you remember Eduardo when he got to eight years old? I think it was eight or nine. They mm. The market just binned him that first up run. They might have something in their algorithm when they get to a certain age. They go like, no, nah, we've got to start taking a set against him. They might do that with on might do that with him on Saturday. So if you see a market push, he's either going to get hammered or he could drift. You know, two fifty. I doubt he starts any bigger than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clav, what are you thinking? I think it's a cracking race to start up with. Pretty much what Bailey said. If it was a bit 1,200, 1,200, I'd be kicking up a few others. I think I wish I win comes in. 
Bellini Patina, scary run last start. Rockin' Horses in a bit of a boom. Who knows what Maren Eustis is doing with Korn, Gatta, Marabi. Those things could come out flying. But, yeah, the fact it's a 1,000 metres, Nature's Trip got done dirty last year, missed a start, then everyone was Should talking about the wallet set up there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think we uh, we uh, ride with the strip. Fusi, tell us why nah. we're taking him on. Uh, I'm not with him. I haven't really been with him really ever. Really? No, like I've never really backed. Maybe in the TJ last year I would have, but like that, right, what was it when – Rock and Horse won. What race was that? The last one. Like I wasn't one. with him that day. Wasn't with Champions him on Everest day. day. Yeah. So I can't really be with him now, can I? No. Nah, so I yeah. I found two that I liked. Uh, one was the 11 Cool and Gatter. Yep. Tr- has been trialling really good. Beat Gigi by two lengths in the trial, but it's only a trial. But I think the market support already, and Ma used to saying that the horse has come back really good, is enough for me to get on. And also a horse that lost – Inches to Giga Kick in Buenos Nachos. Very keen on that. He does get back though. It's his first goal at a thousand, I think. But in that um, race within secret, he got too far back. So I'm hoping, you know, he'd sit a bit closer, but we'll see. Yeah, I thought if you're going to back anything outside the market, it can't be something up on speed with him. I doubt you're, I've never seen a horse up on speed with him and him like, them like, out tough him in speed. I've seen horses run over the top of him, but I've never seen something maybe other than Eduardo once ever do it. So I think Moravi and Cooley Gatter are complete pen jobs in this race. I thought if you were to back two, it would be I wish I win and Buenos Notches. Wish I win's really interesting. Peter Moody, Mullane and I wish I win first up has got me a little bit more worried than I should be. Um, and I think Buenos Notches might be just a late closer. I just want to touch on, so Cooley Gatter's ran fifth in this Coolmore. Two years ago, September run, sorry, yeah, two years ago because then Home Affairs won it before that. Yeah, two years ago, September run won it. She ran second in Nature Strip here the following preparation. I think September runs a much better horse than Calling Gatter at their best. So I don't think Calling Gatter is going to turn the tables or not even turn the tables, just beat him here. Um, I think he's got lengths on her and Marabi. So, yeah, he's the best breed in the world. Remember that. You've got to be on. Diggy kick. <laughs> Clav? Uh, 100 on. Yeah, I got 100 on too. Yeah. Um, I've got 30 Buen- uh, Buenos Notches and 70 Cooling Gather. Well. Did Forget. we touch on any of strats last race? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I get done by Did shit, you guys have the same strat? No, nah, nah. he had a bit more on like more. Oh, okay. He got as confident in the Ruffy. <laughs> um, <laughs> confident bank. Going to Rose Hill now. That wraps up Flemington. Yeah. I like what are we thinking? Good, great day, I reckon. Yeah. That'll be a good race, but should we, should, hopefully it's a pretty easy watch. I think, I think they're going to be saying the best sprint in the world is back in business. We usually that stress Is that what you reckon the commentary is? Best sprint in the world is back in business? Yeah. No, because he's not back yet. He will be. I think, and I think he's gone for four TJs in the row to beat Chautauqua. Go down as possibly Ooh. the second best sprinter ever. I want if, if he is not already. I want to see a slow mo J Mac tongue out over the line. <laughs> on the strip. I just get yeah, a whip in the air like we're back. Yeah. We're back. Um, this might be the last year we see him. So let's yeah. hope he's. Oh, well, hopefully they retire him on a line. Back in this Everest might be the last one. Um, so with Rose Hill on Saturday, the track rails in a true position. Usually plays a bit on speed. 
Uh, Wednesday, no rain all the way through to Saturday. I'm expecting a good four on race day. It's a soft six now, but I think it's going to dry out. Um, we'll start off with the feature of the day, race four, the group two silver slipper over the 1100. Boosie, list us off. Uh, your favourite, King's Gambit at 260 Platinum Jubilee, 420 Mumbai Muse, $6. Cylinder, 650 Madeira Sunrise, 7s. Firelane, 13s. You can have one with the rest. Another ripping race here. Uh, Firelane goes out and leads, I think, from King's Gambit. Platinum Jubilee comes across. Either sits outside him or just behind. Cylinder from 1s right on King's Gambit's back with Carnaby from 2 probably just behind Platinum Jubilee. Then you've got Madeira, Sunrise, and Mumbai Jewel at the back. Um, oh, what a race. I took a few – The like it took me a while to work this out, but I'm really against that Gold Coast Magic Millions form. I was just telling Club before Boosie got it. the ratings have gone horrible. They've gone 8.8 lengths slower than the old benchmark overall, so I was happy to take a seat against that. I know Boosie's looking at me funny now going, well, I'm with – Platinum Jubilee. But, yeah, just ratings-wise, compared to what the others have been doing, it's a lot better. Um, And saying that, they've also had a lot more race experience. So if you want to play it that way, go ahead. But for me, that was straight away a bin for me, so that took out Platinum Jubilee and Firelane. Carnaby didn't think it did enough on debut to interest me. And Madeira Sunrise, I was speaking a little bit about this in the review. Two-year-old's second start. They just don't seem to fire as much. Even learning to fly, huge, huge rating on debut. You go back last start. If you go back and watch the day, the wider you got, the better you were going. She simply won that race because she was out wide. If you watch them, she just, all those horses were just flying down the outside. Nothing could make ground on the inside. Ratings-wise, she dropped like four or five lengths from her first start mm. run. So just two-year-old, second start. They might win here and there, but as a long-term betting proposition, you can take a set against them, I reckon. So that made Madeira Sunrise out for me. Um, I have I have settled on a different one that's that second start, but I think it's more just the fact that I have to find something in a price because of this betting strategy. So the, t- the three for me that I took through were Cylinder, King's Gambit, and Mumbai Jewel. So... Mumbai Moves. Sorry, Mumbai Moves. I'm thinking of the uh, Animal Nation thing. So, King's Gambit probably gets the run of the race here, gets the leaders back. Um, I think they'll, you'll see a bit of progression from him from last start. He's a little bit all over the shop. I think you're going to get a really good performance from him here. I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Cylinders, the one that I think can definitely get him, though. He has to be a bet um, coming from Barry One. He's going to sit close and he's going to get right off that favourite's back. It's whether he can run him down or not. I think it all came a bit too soon for him last prep. He got a little bit unlucky and he's a bit all over the shop. You can tie him in through Little Bros, um, who ran second to Barber on Saturday. So Cylinder ran second to Little Bros. Uh, Barber beat Little Bros. I think Barber's the best three-year-old sprinter we've seen so far, but most consistent anyway. Mm, Yeah. so, yeah, a little bit of form time there. I know it's a campaign above, but the way Cylinder's been trialling, I've heard, even though I don't buy into it, he's looking really, really good. So I think he's definitely a bet around that 650 mark. And because I needed something that was equaling to $10, I'd be back in King's Gambit and Cylinder. I don't really think anything else can beat them from the map and just the way they're set up. But I've had to settle with Mumbai Moose. Last start, big last 600, 6.8 lengths faster than the class. The intense there with this horse 
It's only won 17500 I think you, to get into the Golden Slipper, you need a certain amount of prize money to buy your way in. This horse wouldn't have it yet. King's Gambit would. I'd say Cylinder almost would. Um, so there's a lot of intent there from this horse to be, you know, there on the day. So they're the two for me. King's Gambit, third pick by default. <coughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit to say there, Bows. Um <laughs> I don't think we need to worry about what the stat man said then. Uh, Platinum Jubilee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Timmy Clark gets on for the Waterhouse stable. Finish behind Skirt Lord. Don't worry about the stats. Missed the kick last start. Yeah. Missed the kick last start. Went out the back. Was full, full back on the fence. Still got home for a second. I think Timmy Clark's got to get out from the barrier here. It's a smart filly. He'll uh, take plenty of beating. And Cylinder. Had two runs he can happily forgive. Missed the start again, was back at Newcastle, 900 metres, went 16 wide, got done on the line. Other start was uh, Shin on the fence, couldn't get out, was sniffing asses and had to go four wide again. So uh, that's the two for me. Yeah, and I purely can't back Kings Gambit out of spite. I tipped the bet of the century <laughs> two weeks ago. But also the fact that I feel like this is not its grand final and uh, I'm taking Statman's advice here um, that this horse should not win in terms of second up. And well, no, it's Oh, sorry, it's start. third up. It's third up. Third start. Third yeah. start, but second up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much for me. Voose, mate. tell us why we're on the same page. Uh, you already said it, mate. Missed the jump last start. Um, did um, Platinum Jubilee yep. and then flew home. Often not flew home, but went to the inside and kicked on for second. Gutsy run, and now hopefully, you know, Barry Seven going to get a better spot, jumps well, should be hard to beat. And then, yep, you said it before, Cylinder, two forgive runs, nowhere to go in that last start. If if you're just so confident in Jubilee, would you give me a would you give me a thing to take the King's Gambit to beat it? Well, we what, do what do you mean? Like, so I'll like stretch out my like. If you're saying the, the stats are all all nothing, give me King's Gambit then under the. Under the ten dollar threshold, if you're that <laughs> confident that Jubilee and Cylinder will beat him home, I'll take Gambit and Cylinder. Yeah, that's fine. One of Jubilee and Cylinder's going to so win. one of them so, has to beat him home. Yeah, just one of them has to beat. Well, if Cylinder wins, we're all cheering. But I'm pretty yeah. much backing King's Gambit to beat Jubilee. Yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do it. Then. Well, I hope he wins. Why? Well, the, the market reflects that. Yeah, you would, I suppose. You can't though. But don't worry, man. Clark's on. Clark's going to have a field uh, day. I don't think Platinum Jubilee will place. The only thing that scares me uh, is Platinum Jubilee. Well, mm. why don't we do that? So I would back Platinum Jubilee not to place over. Yeah. Oh, yep. So yep. over him to win. Yeah, that's fine. But he'll win. <laughs> yeah, jeez. He might, he'll be, nah. he might, she might be at the screen, nah. by the way. Because if, went if last I time. jump off Putnam Jubilee and it comes out and wins, <laughs> exactly. I'll be spilled. Like, I wouldn't want to jump on Gambit, who I haven't been on yet. Mm. I haven't been on Gambit either yet, but I think, jeez, he looks good on Saturday, Nashville. Nash right? just, yeah, I'm taking it. Give me the default. <clears throat> Let me take him. This is, a cracking, this is a cracking crack race. Anyway. race. All right, moving on. Strats. I mean, I'm doing the tips, so I want to throw Gambit up there. Mm. Um, Race six, the group two, Millie Fox. Yep. Um, Maria Mia, dollar ninety-five, electric girl eight fifty, roots eight fifty, Catalan nine dollars, X Pack nine fifty, Pavricha, double accepted elevens, honey creeper twenty ones, and you have longer the rest. Map here, X Pack leads from Maria Mia coming across 
from out wide, Sonora from one pushes up with Electric Girl and Pavitra, then you've got a big gap back to Catlin, uh, Roots, Cliffsart, Honey Creeper and Grand Remore. Ripping race here. Oh, actually, is it really? I don't really know. I don't think so. I think Marie Mia is going to be hard to beat. I was Electric Girl interests me and Roots. I think they're the other two you have to back if you're not with Marie Mia. But you're giving this horse a third up advantage. Who's flying? Um, last start, like just pulled away from them. Really rated really well. Her peaked figure of her career. The worry for me is, can she do it again? Uh, I don't know. She probably if she runs this race again, she'll be winning easily. But I don't know if she has to be at the top of her game considering all these horses are resuming. Um, so I thought she's definitely, yeah, a bet here even though it's kind of just like a, I don't know, it's like a, it's, a word. it's not an exciting, no. it's not an exciting bet for me. But I think the others being first up, a lot more improvement to come, her third up here. Jeez, I think she's going to be no. tough to beat. Clive, I know you're going the other way. Yeah, um, I know the Maria Maria's. The top for the boys here, but I just want to play just around it, just purely for the fact of a bit of value. Uh, I like the fact that Zachy Loy goes on Electric Girl. He's back uh, after a bit of a suspension. Gets a nice barrier here, can find himself one out, one back. I think he can have the run of the race. Gets on a good deck, and he's always been in the top four, so he, he's looking quite brave. And uh, Ruffy. He's all Son- girls, by the way. Yeah, same thing. Sonora. <laughs> Ruffy here. Sonora. Preble. He's been wow. riding quite well lately. Mm. I was on this horse last start. Put a few, put a <clears throat> bit of distance on them. We've got ease down the line. Loves the distance here. Can be sitting right next to Electric Girl or just in front as Bailey has on the map and can give itself every chance. Only queries is a bit of a step, on, step up in class, but it can definitely be competitive. That's my two for me. What are you boys got 100 straight on the email? Obviously, yeah. Yeah. you got anything else to add? No, when you're putting 2.8 lengths on Golden Mile and you're keeping the same, actually dropping half a kilo. Mm. I mean, yeah. Couldn't really see anything else. Not fair. Value you 100 on? I'm 100 on Marie. I'm just going 80, Electric Girl, 20, Sonora. But you already touched on it, eh? Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to race eight. The feet, oh, no, not the feet, sorry. Just the group two, Hobartville over the 1,400. Lots of 1,400 metres mm. on mm. Saturday. Um, it's stupid. You could get them all at one place, but they, uh, Sydney and Melbourne just don't like working together. Mm. So... Zoo tight. Oh no, who's this nice club? No, no. Lucy. Uh, your favorite Af Cabin dollars sixty. Zoo Tiger eight. Ospianco eight fifty. Pierre eleven dollars, and you can have longer the rest. Uh, map here. Zoo Tiger leads. Matcha latte with communist <clears throat> Af Cabin. I think sits box seat. Ah, uh, sorry, one out, one back, fourth. Then you got Pierre coming across from six. Magic Primito. Aussie Panko probably. Pushes up to around where Pierre is, and you got Mansoy, Williamsburg, Brosnan, all out the back. Um, didn't really write anything down for this race. I thought we'd just kind of talk about it. Mm. So, Aft Cabin probably has first up twelve hundred. Obviously, really, really good. Fourteen hundred probably suits him even more. Thoughts on. I suppose Zoo Tiger, Ossipenko, Communist, all behind him last start. Can't turn the tables, you wouldn't think. No, no. only no. thing I'm a bit worried about is Ossipenko. That's no. it. No, but I think Kevin. Barrier One just does it dirty. He's going to be stuck on the fence, come to ride for luck. If he gets uh, luck, though. Half Cabin's just going to sneak in between and just pinch Zoo Tiger in the last 100 and get his down. 
Surprise. Probably. Probably, yeah. What about this Pierre from New Zealand? Got to see it first. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, simple, I guess. Who's Maybe riding? Should we go a little same race? Who's riding Pierre? Yeah, you could just go like after win. Same weather. What would you Zoo go Tiger after win? Zoo Tiger top four? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd do. You could even just throw in. I think Aussie Pango has a better chance of winning, but <clears> you're leading <throat> Zoo Tiger by itself. Hope on. Hold yeah. on. Might be able to do it on. I'm just going to – I'll just go the 100 on half cabin. I haven't thought about it long enough to be tipping you, is it? Yeah, no, I'm just going 100 half cabin. I'm going the 100 on Zoo Tiger to place. That's right. You said yeah. that. You didn't even yeah. – got to talk, talk him up. You just oh, well, said, oh, well, half cabin, but yeah. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll lead, so I reckon – I'm just hoping he gets that soft lead and then he's second he's up seven, and he's so yeah. he'll be fitter. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Not a bad play. What's your price? $2.10? Yeah, so 100 on that. Yeah, Vusi could jag us with a bit of cash there. That's not a bad bet at all. Uh, no, I won't be worried because half capping gave Zoo Tiger two and a half kilos last start now the match of the weights. Yeah. yeah. I know, but he just has the wrong one. And Clark, three. so aggressive, one out, one back, boom. Tommy Markhorn was going hard on Zoo Tiger yeah, last start. Yeah, on the bend too. Jeez, he's a good jockey. It sucks that we're missing him for the rest of the That wraps camp. up Rosie. Yeah, that does wrap up Rose Hill. Um <clears throat> Great little day there too, I think. We'll have all of our tips up because we only touched on the group race and get them all up. Uh, we'll be back, I guess. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the No, nah, that's I'm, nah. I'm excited. All right, we'll be back right after this with the caller, all of our segments, and then the questions at the end. I'm trying to remember. See you guys then. Chautauqua, here he comes, the thunder down under. Cubidor lifting in the middle. Bivouac who explodes. Bivouac with a powerful display. Zaki in front, sink it over, down the stands well, lunges, gets up. Connor, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Um, I guess we'll start with last week. So, Jackano gets the protest. <sighs> what were your thoughts on it? Good job or you got a bit uh, lucky there? No, I think I did get a little bit lucky. Yeah. I thought um, Gentleman Roy was uh, pretty tough and got done a little bit dirty, but, you know, yeah. no complaints from me. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all good blokes here at the Duck, so we thought 100% to get you back in, except Boosie, you said no chance. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we've got... Boy doesn't like losing to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll go to... The Lightning Stakes, talked to you a bit about it today at work. You didn't give, tell me what you were doing, so what have you settled with? Um, I I think I wish I wins in this race Ooh. for a reason. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, like I'm, I'm going to play, uh, I think I'm going to play Nature Strip for the win, yeah. but at the same race multi yeah. with I wish I win top four. <laughs> wow, I really like it. I was saying on here, I think the dangers I wish I win in Buenos Notches. Um, Clav was kind of thinking the same. It's interesting he's in there. So I th- I like the balls on you, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think um, the strip up the straight over the 1,000 is going to be too hard to beat. Yeah. But I think I wish I win charging home weight. Just jacks that fourth. Could be decent odds, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, too easy. I reckon that's a that's a pretty good bet there. Um, yeah, cheers for doing that. Hopefully we'll see you back next week. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll be back. All right, too easy. See you then, mate. See you boys. Bye.
We head around the country from north, south, east, west and go up to Queensland where I think Star Tontes is going to be pretty hard to beat. Star Tontes is flashing home late. Star Tontes and Star Dancer. Star Tontes is one. In memory of great minds with Tony Brassel and David Gailey, we give you our rip-off version on two blokes with no minds, finest ruffles. This week, it's Luna Fox at 250 to 1. Luna Fox, it's a boil over in the Guineas. For sure things this week, gone with forbidden love, down at 50 kilos in the Doncaster Mile. Don't think she can lose. Forbidden love under siege, Mr. Brightside charged her. Mr. Brightside takes the lead. Start off with north, south, east, west, going north to Brisbane. Where is it? Eagle Farm? Yeah. Eagle Farm, <laughs> race six, number four, Comradie Rosa, Jimmy Ormond's best of the day there. Yep, I've gone uh, Eagle Farm, race five, number eight, Portnoy. I've gone race eight, Eagle Farm, the six, Ruby Quittus. Jimmy oh, Orman. yeah, I knew that. Jimmy oh, yes. Yeah. Um, going south down to Melbourne, race seven, number one, the King Nature Strip. Um, yep, I've gone Flemington Race 8, number 14, Jamie Card, Daytona Bay. Uh, I've gone Flemington Race 9, number 3, Jungle Jim. Oh, Jungle wow. Jim. Yeah. It is a good good little horse, that one. Uh, going East, which is Sydney Race 8, number 3, Aft Cabin. Uh, not much value there, but I'm just literally giving you my actual best, I think. Yeah, um... I'm giving you a tiny little bit more value. Uh, cross talk race nine, number one. <laughs> 225. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Rose Hill race nine, number one. Cross talk. Going west. Boosie's must like playing a chip, chip or something. He's copied all my bets this week. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Or the other way around, maybe. No, just because no, you, you sitting next to me, you just sound like you're going first. <laughs> um, going west. Race for Club showed me this one, number six, Sandy Prince. I think it's going to be so hard to beat down mm. the weights. Yeah, uh, Bailey's taking the credit for that one for me, Sandy Prince. Uh, Morfittville, race six, number five, Chicago Storm. Second up, should win. All right. Uh, no minds here. They've gone Fleming- They've gone both at Flemington this week. Don't know <laughs> if they got the memo, one at Randwick, one at Flem, but <laughs> we'll take it. Race eight, number two, Dallas Arm, classy horse, mm. resuming. Um, Jay Mathon. Jay Macklin, he's had one stealing it before for a place. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good little race, that one. Tough to pick one, I think. Um, and they've also gone race for number 14, Country is Life. It's some proper, proper odds. <laughs> Moving on to sure things, then we'll get into the questions. Um, Clive, do you want to touch on the sure things and I'll get these questions up? Yeah, so sure things uh, the boys have gone with, well, I'll start off with I've gone with, uh, yeah, half cabin, moral, doesn't lose. Uh, Rose Hill Race 8. Use the M word. I don't care. I'm saying it. Yeah. Um, I'll use the M word then. Yeah. On Maria Mia. Amazing. You on the big boy. Just <laughs> Moral on the street. <laughs> so you got three morals. We love the morals. Oh, you no, get seven. That, that's what sure things is all about. You get $7. I think it's not bad. I actually. think it's pretty good. I think it's going to be around five. For the three horses. So, um, yeah, play, play with that as you wish. All right. We'll get into these questions. Mm. First one is, at the end of the autumn, who do you think we're going to be like going like, oh, they're going to have a huge spring? Depends on like what. Are we talking age or just anything? No, well, like, so say at the end of the autumn, like they've had a good preparation. We're going, oh, they're going to be really hard coming off a break. So they could be a two-year-old, could be, oh, I'm thinking half cabin. I think he could be huge as preparation. Mm. A little bit animos back in the way. Just done it a little bit differently. I'm thinking either like Red Resistance or like Learning to Fly. Those horses yeah, are like boom at the fly. moment. Yeah. 
Learning fly interests me, but I don't know. I'd say my horse, Giggy Kick. Giggy Kick? Yeah. yeah so by the end of this, he'll be going. Yeah, I reckon he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll win the new market. Actually, I'll take that back. I'll say Private Eye. You're oh, right. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think this Joe, Joe, Joe Surprise figured him out, right? They know so what he needs. They keep they keep stretching him to the 1600. Start a favourite on Champion Sakes He just doesn't run it out. 1200 metres, the Everest pisses it. I can eat, he stretches to 14. So you can run the 1200. I reckon you can run the 1400. Mm. You run that next trip stakes over 1300. Um, but I reckon high pressure, fast run 1200s is just his mm. go. I think mm. he could be really good. <clears throat> this next one comes in from Elliot. Can you please explain what you mean by the ratings of the race? So pretty much what it means by each time there's a race, there's obviously times that go with it. So a, a race that's gone quicker is going to rate higher. So it's, what would I say the word is for that? Like it's it's gone better. Yeah. Yeah. So course. like yeah. we're just you, comparing the differences. Yeah, so I'm comparing it. So for example, a race they might go eleven lengths faster than the benchmark. So there's a there's a time that they're expected to run and that's gone eleven horse lengths faster than that, which means that's a right. good rating race. And there's an all benchmark and there's a class benchmark. So a class benchmark is like for the class of the animal. So they're running in a group one or a group two. So that's the, you can compare that to what they're expected to do at group one level if they've gone faster or slower, however many lengths. There's an all benchmark, which is just an average of all the horses. Yeah. So there's both of them and you get, there's ratings of that. So when I say it's rated highly, it means that they've gone a lot of lengths faster than what they're expected to do. I think that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. 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 Um, Good work, Statman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what was the last one? When is Boosie going to go on a diet? Oh, that was from Kono. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on, let me look for the other one. <laughs> J-Max being a bit quiet, do we think he perks up for the autumn? Oh, I wouldn't say he's been quiet. He's been like... Oh, no. He's, last week, last yeah. week he was a bit he's average. He's at $2.20. Dollar, dollar yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't. You don't need to worry about him, I'd say. Yeah, no, he, nah, it's J-Max. He knows but he's. he's I, I was thinking this today. He's really good at having a bad week and then coming out he's and tough. firing. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's come out of Flemington just guns blazing. He loves it. I remember when he went down that Flemington for champs that day. He's just riding everything. Oh, yeah. Things you wouldn't even think. Yeah, he's putting in the he's top a, three. He's a freak. We all know it. Um, long episode for a small amount of races, but I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I like all that. Right. Yeah. We'll. I'll see you guys Monday. Good luck on the weekend uh, next week. Didn't know what it is. I'll see you guys. Yeah, cheers out. But it's Perse out of the clock tower.